everyone, and welcome to The Forest Podcast. I am your host, Nandini. Here at The Forest Podcast, we talk all things mindfulness, self-care, motivation, self-confidence, and really my goal with this podcast is that as we're becoming the next generation of leaders and change makers, it's so important that we start to prioritize what's really important in life and start to take care of ourselves. And that's what we do here. So my goal really is that you can take something away from this episode and from all of our episodes and that you really start to live your best life. Let's get into today's episode. Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast or welcome to the podcast. I hope you've had a great two weeks. I didn't publish an episode last week, but we're back this week. And it feels so good to be like back podcasting and yeah, definitely missed it. The past two weeks have been kind of crazy for me, kind of a lot in a lot of different ways. School has like itself just like academically definitely has leveled up from last year. So just kind of been trying to figure out how I want to kind of do things this year kind of creating that order and routine that I talked about in in the last episode, just kind of like, you know, figuring things out, testing out the waters. But aside from that, also there's just kind of been a lot of stuff going on with me in terms of like, I don't want to say drama because it hasn't really been like drama. It's definitely been me overthinking a lot of things that have happened, you know, from summer to now. And... Yeah, I would say in like that sense, the past few weeks have been hard for me. I think one of my natural tendencies is certainly to overthink and I end up causing myself a lot of anxiety because of it. But I think it's also something that we do a lot as humans, you know, we tend to really, really overthink things. And I think it's natural, but it's also something that is important to take notice of. Because if we just trust everything that our mind is telling us, it's honestly a really dangerous thing to do because a lot of times our minds are very fleeting. Like they don't, like the things we tell ourselves in our minds just come, just come up. Like I I literally don't even know how to explain it, but yeah, I think our tendency to overthink is, is natural, but also something to be wary of and to be observant of. And that's why presence is so important because when we feel ourselves coming into these moments of like tension because we're overthinking things and causing ourselves to become anxious, it can become, you know, a detriment to our well-being. And so just being aware of that is something that's important, but I digress. That's not what we're talking about in today's episode. Um, Yeah, I think the struggle for me in this whole thing has just been that something that I am really passionate about, one of my passions and something that I love doing has started to become something that I don't love doing because of a situation that has arisen. And yeah, I definitely have found myself over the past couple weeks really, really just sitting and mulling over a lot of things. And it definitely has been pretty emotional and just a lot. And 
Yeah, so something that I have come to realize through a lot of that sitting and mulling and partly overthinking has been this idea of staying grounded in your truth. And something that's helped me to come to this conclusion or to this, I guess, like idea has been Glennon Doyle's book, Untamed. I listen to her podcast, like, you know, like just generally, but I have had her book for a while and I never read it. And so I finished like the other, like I, I was reading, um, I was reading a different like self-help book before, but I decided to read Untamed after I finished that one. And in just like the few days that I've been reading the book, I've just gone through so many different emotions and realizations that it honestly has just been quite insane. So as I, okay, totally, I'm sidetracking right now, but as part of like the changes that I want to bring to the podcast, I want to include like a little section where I just read apart from like whatever book I'm reading, whether it's like, you know, actually like a personal, like self-help personal development book, or it's just like a fiction book, like whatever it is. I want to like each episode incorporate just like a little like reading corner where I read a part of like a book that I'm reading and just kind of reflect on it. And so, yeah, that's definitely going to be there. Speaking of podcast changes, they have picked up. Basically, the I'm just gonna go ahead and say this. Like the main changes to the podcast are just gonna gonna kind of be like a vibe change. So I'm gonna redo like the podcast cover, and then also I want to kind of segment the podcast away. So like in a way like including like I said like the little book nut corner thing, and then just also some other segments that to me will make the podcast a little bit more, I guess grounded. I personally really like segmented podcasts, which is where I got this idea from, like kind of doing different segments, like, okay, something from a book I'm reading, or like, what is one practice that, like, what is one like actual, like actionable practice that I'm really like liking this week? And then at the end of the podcast doing kind of like, okay, what actionable step can we take this week to, you know, make what we talked about in the podcast a real tangible thing. So like, you know, it's still kind of in the works, but that's kind of the gist of what I'm trying to do with the whole like podcast revamp thing. And then also, yeah, just like things like that. But yes, anyways, back to what we were talking about. Untamed. That book is just so freaking amazing. Like, again, I've just gone through so much like catharsis and just like so many other just like things realizations like all these different emotions that I've been feeling as I've been go as I've been reading this book and I'm only on page I think like 50 or so so definitely go read that book go get it if you don't have it I like 200% recommend it but yes that book has definitely helped me in the past few days to kind of ground myself with this whole situation that I've been dealing with in a lot of ways and I just kind of want to talk about this idea of staying grounded in your truth not particularly relative to dealing with drama or situations or whatever but just in general and my interpretation of this whole thing I guess in a way kind of connects to this idea of boundaries and in a way it does in a way it doesn't 
you know, make of it what you will. But this is kind of my take on this idea right now. Again, things are always changing in life. Patterns change, you know, the way we view things change, the way we think of particular ideas changes. So this is my take on this right now. So again, make of it what you will. But yeah, I think we should just get straight into it. Okay, so the first thing that comes to mind when I kind of think of this idea of staying grounded in your truth, there's a lot of things that kind of, you know, stick out to me. So I'm going to kind of analyze this the way I like to analyze. Like, I, okay, this is going to sound really, really weird. And I don't know how, how this is going to come across, but like, in English class, the way we take like one like sentence or a phrase and we pick out each word, like kind of like a literary analysis. I swear I'm not like a total like nerd for English, but I kind of am. And so I think that like kind of doing that to this like little phrase slash sentence is going to kind of help us to kind of really dig deep into what, what this means. You know, what does it mean to stay grounded in your truth? So let's start with the first word, stay. When we're saying stay, it means something that's consistent, right? It's constant. And also like for me, when I think of the word like stay, it it means like firm, right? Like when you stay somewhere, you are fully there. To me, it also like kind of makes you think about this idea of being fully present. You are staying there which means you are wholly there and so again i think just that that's the first word right stay meaning we're kind of thinking about like this idea of full presence but also in a way consistency and and continuity so like stay staying same thing right stay staying grounded we've talked about this a lot on the podcast this idea of being grounded again to me this is all relative like i guess to me in a way but like staying grounded means presence and being fully in each moment without you know this like being up in our heads all the time and being fully just totally in our thoughts but being rather in the moment and aware of our surroundings and the things that are happening around us and the things that we feel as well and the things that yes we are thinking but having this kind of presence and awareness where we feel connected to the world and the people and the things around us and we're not just so aloof in our heads like we are a lot of times so grounded staying grounded consistently present i guess if we're trying to rephrase this in your okay so your is the key word here i'm not going to analyze the word in but like you know your truth is relative like obviously there are some things that we all know to be true like i don't know you should 
maintain a balanced lifestyle or you should be kind to your friends and family, like, you know, whatever. There's some things that are general, generally acknowledged to be true. But there are some things that are com- that are completely relative to each of us as individuals, right? The truth that we acknowledge is really just our reality and the way in which we're experiencing life. To two different people, they could perceive two different things in completely different ways. And so acknowledging your truth is just acknowledging the fact that you experience life differently and that another person experiences life differently. And fully realizing and accepting both of those things to be true and also working to understand maybe how and why you experience life in the way that you do, right? What has shaped the way that you see the world and the people in your life and the things in your life? Who, what, who and what has shaped who you are? So staying grounded in your truth really comes out to not allowing anything to shake you from remembering that you are your first priority in life. No matter whatever happens in life, you are always going to have yourself to rely on. And yes, you know, people are there in our lives. A lot of, you know, people can stay constant in our lives. For example, romantic partners or maybe your parents or your siblings or friends or whoever. But at the end of the day, no matter what happens in life, you will always have yourself. And that is such an important truth to acknowledge. That is, I think, one of like, yes, well, it can vary for each person. What does it mean to have yourself throughout your entire life? Just this idea of, yes, I have myself for my whole life is another one of those universal truths we can kind of acknowledge here. But I think in today's day and age, it's kind of interesting to just think about, you know, there's so many things that influence the decisions we make, like the people we're around or the things that we've been told are right and wrong or good and bad the way we've been told to do particular things or to present ourselves, all of those things influence the way we go into the world and the way we show up. And the first thing that I think is worth mentioning here is that to stay fully grounded in your truth, you have to know what your truth is. Away from what society tells you to be away from what you know even the people in your life tell you to be because at the end of the day it comes out to what is important to you and what is true to you how is it how how can you stay true to yourself away from everything else right what is good and bad to you what looks right and what looks wrong And I also think there's this idea, kind of tagging on to that, that like, when it really truly comes down to it, your life is solely yours. You have to take ownership for that, whether it's, you know, 
the good decisions you've made or the bad decisions you've made, the good things that happened to you, the bad things that happened to you, taking full ownership of the things that happened to you in your life are so important to both healing and processing and just growing, you know, healing, processing, and growing are like this like little trio of like the way we move through life. And so it's really, really important to acknowledge that, again, as another universal truth that we have to first know what our truth is to each of us before we can stay fully grounded in it. And so like, okay, what, like, what, what does truth mean? Like, like, okay, what is my truth? Like, what does that mean? Again, like I said, it's different for everyone, but I think this idea of truth means what you believe in each moment completely separate from what the world is telling you to believe. So Glennon Doe gave this example in her book Basically, her daughters went to get their ears pierced. And one of her daughters was super excited, jumped up on that chair, got her ears pierced, and it hurt, but she was so excited. And she was like, woohoo, like, yes, I love this. And then her other daughter recognized that she didn't want to do it in that moment, that she wasn't ready. And so her truth in that moment was to say, I'm not ready today. And so she didn't get her ears pierced that day. And so for one girl, her truth in that moment was getting her ears pierced because she was excited to do it and she was ready to do it. For the other, it was saying, I'm not ready to to do this today for whatever reason. She didn't have to give a reason, right? Like we don't owe giving a reason to anyone, but that's another conversation for another day. But that's what I mean by truth. I mean, what what is 100% fully right for you in each particular moment. And I think there's also this argument to be made that, you know, it's impossible to be aloof to all of the influences of the world because, you know, the people that we are around influence our decisions, et cetera, et cetera, all those types of things. And yes, I I, I agree, you know, to some extent, But there are also some decisions that can be made that, like, you don't need to consult someone to make that decision. Maybe for big decisions, you want to get input, and that's fine. But no matter what decision you're making, when it comes down to it, it's you and it's your truth and what is true for you and what is good and right. And what really to you is a reflection of your truest and highest self in that moment. Now, I'm not saying that this is easy. Like, I definitely am not doing this on, you know, a regular, like every single decision I'm making is 100% true for me. Because it's something that I've realized within the past couple weeks, you know, that like, I have been so incredibly influenced in the past few, not just like week or month, but like years to be caught up in, sorry for the background noise, by the way, to just get caught up in what other people are telling me to do, what other people are pressuring me to believe or to say or to do or to feel, that I've lost kind of my sense of what 
I know to be true in that moment. You know, I know it's there somewhere, but instead I've just been so used to just believing what people tell me is true about myself or just going with whatever someone's pressuring me to do instead of actually standing up for myself and staying grounded in truth. And so I think it's also important to mention here this idea of like, you are not going to always please everyone. This was a real shocker to me, people, because I have for so long walked on my tiptoes my whole, like, whatever, like five years, six years, whatever, just to make sure that everyone liked me, that everyone was happy with me all the time. Like, in, like, I was a major people pleaser. Like, people loved me because I did exactly what they wanted me to do. And I just did it because I knew people would be happy with me if I did. This idea of people pleasing and just moving yourself and your life around to make other people happy when it's not something that aligns with you comes from this, like, deep, I think, totally huge, like, inherent feeling that we have as humans to be loved like we all want to be loved and a lot of times we think that if we do what this person wants us to do or if we say or believe or feel what this person is telling us or this society or this group or whatever is telling us to believe or feel or do then we'll be loved by this person or group or society And sometimes it's great if our truth aligns with what people want from us, but sometimes it doesn't align. And in those crucial moments, so many of us, including myself, oh my God, guys, my Alexa just like turned on. Sorry, I'm back. A lot of us, including myself, in those crucial moments when what people or society or a group wants from us is different than what we want for us. And so in those moments, so many of us decide to keep that group or society or person happy and go with what they tell us and what they want rather than what we know to be true for what we want for ourselves. And then it becomes a habit, you know, it becomes this pattern of just doing what people want for us instead of doing what's true for us. And I'm not saying, you know, for every single decision, like this super, super tiny, tiny decisions, like, oh, you know, what do you want for dinner today? And your mom says, oh, we have spaghetti, but you decide you want ice cream for dinner. You can't be like, well, my truth says to have ice cream for dinner, like, I mean, that we could get into the details here and be like, well, actually, whatever, right? But the point here is that, like, we're, when we're talking about things like, I'm saying, like, for, for decisions where, I don't know, your friends ask if you want to do something on Friday night, and Friday nights are usually the time when you just like to chill and relax and watch a movie or read a book or whatever, And you're like, no, I'm okay. I've 
got something to do Friday night and they just pressure you and pressure you and then you finally give in that's the type of situation I mean obviously you know we could also argue that like it's the little decisions that build up to make those moments easier so in a way yes those super super tiny decisions that we kind of unconsciously make are important but like yeah, okay, you know, yeah, I think we're just going to stick with that. They're like, okay, yes, even in the small moments, it's important to recognize that. To recognize where your truth is and to stand up for your truth. But, like, let's not get carried away here with, like, oh, my truth is telling me to, like, not go to school today because I don't want to take this math test. Like, understanding your truth also has to truly come from like you know this place of your highest self like what is your highest self truly like how is it going to be embodied through this decision like there are some things we just gotta like you know get on the same page with here but anyways i digress yeah like sometimes staying grounded in your truth is going to mean that people aren't going to like every decision you make. People aren't going to like you because of that decision. And we've got to learn to be okay with that because if we tried to please the entire world, how is it possible that we're going to be able to please ourselves? How is it possible that we're going to be able to be proud of ourselves and look in ourselves in the mirror and say, I am proud of the way I am showing up and the work I am doing, if we're trying to like please every single person ever in the whole world, when there are so many contradicting opinions and everything, you know, like the world is so incredibly overwhelming and we're just trying to balance our own little, you know, bubble. How, how is that going to work? So that is one of the biggest realizations that I've had in the past few weeks, I cannot please everyone. So instead, I'm going to focus on what is true and what is real and what is right for me. And then everyone else's reactions, they can happen because I don't actually have to do anything about that. Another thing Glennon said in her book was that everyone else's like, like my business is to stay in my truth. It is not to deal with everyone's reactions to my truth. And so that's another thing that really, really affected me and that I've been carrying with myself the past few days is just remembering that everyone else's, the way they react to me, they can react however they want to because I don't actually have to care as long as it is right and it is true for me and I I am proud of the way I am showing up as myself and the things that I'm doing and putting into the world, that's all that matters. And again, we're saying this on some ground basic level of we're not just going around like, you know, punching everyone in the face and just being like, well, my truth is that I hate you and so I'm going to physically assault you. No, we are kind of setting, you know, just some, some basic like, okay, like, moral like things here but like just this idea of like you can't please everyone so 
do what is true and right for you and the way people react to it let them react they're going to react but you don't have to react to their reactions just keep doing you and staying true to yourself and everything else can happen because it's going to anyways so you might as well just do do what's true for you and see what happens doing this also takes a lot of courage like i've been trying to kind of like in small ways implement this into my life and it's hard you know like even in the super like small decisions it requires so so much like presence and just a lot of mental clarity to really recognize moment to moment what you're what what is true and right for you and so I think it's where a lot of these other practices come in that allow you to create clarity and to create this mental balance and stability that allows you to recognize your truth. It all, like all of these things that we talk about, like self-care practices, um, mental, like your mindset, like all of these things kind of culminate and snowball and, and create this like mindset that you've kind of subconsciously like created for yourself and it allows you to have clarity and courage and confidence and all these different things and over time like you don't realize it's there but it's there and that's growth and so a lot of these things kind of add up and yeah to me this is just some kind of realizations and some things that I have kind of been thinking about over the past few weeks when it comes to dealing with this whole little thing that I've been going through. And yeah, I've honestly just been trying not to overthink as much as I am. And again, it it's hard. Moment to moment, things change. But I'm trying so hard to stay grounded in my truth by staying present in each moment as much as I can and really being trying to be a little bit more aware of the beliefs that I know to be true in and of myself and the beliefs that I'm kind of like, okay, where did this come from? Like, why, why did I believe this for so long? And then understanding that no matter what I do, I cannot please everyone. So I might as well stick to my truth and what is right and what is good and what I believe is, you know, a reflection of my highest and truest self and everyone else's reactions, they can happen, but it's not my business to go about making sure that, that their reaction is good and that they like me and et cetera, et cetera. Because when it comes down to it, it's about truly presenting yourself in the truest way and in the highest way possible and recognizing your signs of growth as you get there. So yeah, that's just kind of my little take on what it means to like fully be in your truth, like to be fully grounded in your truth. And yeah, I think that's kind of a little tagline for this episode is like, a little literary analysis there was that like staying constant and present 
in what you believe to be a reflection of your highest self, regardless of how other people respond. And it takes a lot of reflection. It takes a lot of sitting there and kind of mulling over the things you've done in your life and why you've done it and things like that. Journaling helps to really get to the bottom of a lot of these things. It's what helped me to kind of dig deeper into like, okay, where did a lot of these beliefs that I believe to be true come from? And sitting there and thinking about it, writing it down helps so much too. And then going back into the world with this clarity and this truth is so beautiful because it's like a fresh perspective. It's like you get to start over with your beliefs and your values and your truth and not the beliefs and values and truths that people and groups and society has told you to believe. So with that, I will end today's episode. Thank you guys so, so much for listening and tuning in. And I can't wait to bring you guys another episode next week. Thank you so much for listening and see you later. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. It means so much to me that you're here. Please share this episode, share this podcast with someone who you think it will have a positive impact on. And you can contact me through email or social media. But please remember, tune in to next week's episode. And again, thank you so much for being here. Bye, everyone.